Hello, beautiful souls. I have been on a bit of a hiatus. There's a lot that's going on in the collective right now. And I've also just personally been moving things uh, through things, but I have been feeling deeply the pain in the collective. And sometimes it's hard for me to carry on like normal and like put out podcast episodes and create content. And honestly, sometimes like even just get out of bed and move through the day with a smile. The world is weighing so heavy right now. And even though I very intentionally avoid like all the different streams of information coming in because it's just not good for my mental health. Like sometimes I don't even need to know all the details because I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And it can be so hard to find love to find joy, even sometimes just to find neutrality. When human suffering is so prominent in the grids and when everywhere you turn, all these external channels are like constantly just pumping out fear and division and hatred and judgment. And I just don't want to compartmentalize and like, you know, put that pain in a box and continue on with like regular scheduled programming when there's so much heaviness in my heart and in the world. So my apologies that I've been absent and we will continue on with Soul Series, but this morning I woke up and I had a message for the collective. So here I am. <sighs> we are moving through something. A collective death and rebirth cycle. And I talk about these cycles and they take place on the micro level and the macro level, right? Like think about every cell in your body goes through death and rebirth. Even your skin, it sheds and, and that's a death and rebirth. Your ego, your patterns, your development, like all of these aspects go through death and rebirth multiple times. And that's just you, one human but it gets bigger too. The net of this cycle can expand out. It can cast a wider net. Your family group can go through death and rebirth, right? Like when um, something huge happens and your family is completely shaken, like the bottom falls out and you've got to start over or when someone passes away and like the family is grieving, like that's a family system going through a death and rebirth cycle. 
and it gets bigger. Governments and countries go through these times of like massive upheaval when the old ways die and the new paradigms come into play. I believe that our planet Earth itself has a consciousness, Mother Gaia. She goes through death and rebirth. Natural disasters wipe out like all the old stagnant dead matter of Earth. And then what happens? New life is born from these desolate and like seemingly barren areas. Civilizations have risen and fallen and risen and fallen. Do you see? So it works on both the micro and the macro levels. I believe we are all living in a very unique and special timeline. We are on the leading edge of our evolution. We are the smartest we've ever been. We are the strongest we've ever been. We are the biggest we've ever been. We are the most connected we've ever been. Yet we still have the capacity to use that evolution to destroy ourselves. So yes, I believe we are going through a collective death and rebirth. And what happens during a death cycle? It's heavy, it's dense, it's terrifying, and it's characterized by all of your shit coming up. When I see these wars waging and like just the fucking callous and casual destruction of life, I feel like it's our collective humanity's shit coming up, like the ugliest parts of ourselves that need to be seen, right? They need to be seen so that they can die and then we can be reborn. This contrast is necessary as hard and, and as tragic and as terrible as it is it is necessary for us to move through that into the rebirth and when i see people taking sides and pointing fingers and perpetuating narratives like i just see everyone focusing on the wrong thing the enemy is not this side or that side or this group or that group the enemy is hatred. The enemy is division. The enemy is violence in the name of righteousness. The enemy is our bloodlust, our penchant for war. The enemy is the celebration of horrific death and destruction. Yes, horrible atrocities are happening, but it is the energy behind these acts that is the enemy. And it thrives when we collectively feed it. And it can only exist when we feed it. Which is a major reason why like, I don't even engage with it.
and it can be so hard not to, right? But the antidote to all of this is love. Love for each other, love for humanity, love for our brothers and sisters on every side because we are one. And so just as any act of hatred can can hurt us and break us, so can every act of love heal us. And love is the most powerful energy there is. Think about, okay, think about one time in your life that somebody showed you a random act of kindness. Think about that random act of kindness and how it turned your day around and how you then moved through the rest of that day with more love and how you remember it even now, years later, one random act of kindness, one random act of love is so powerful that it can live on in our hearts and in our minds for all of our life. This is the power of love energy. And when there's fear and frustration and sadness, the most powerful thing that we can do is to feed the energy of love. To go out and live your absolute best life. If you woke up this morning, you owe it to all those people who lost their lives yesterday to celebrate the fuck out of your life. To love bigger than you ever have, to to touch every flower, to marvel at the way the light reflects on your wall in the evening sun, to, to listen to music that just moves your soul, to kiss your babies, to text a friend and tell them like three things that you love about them, to transmute those lower energies into the highest possible expression of peace and love. That's the best thing that we can do for humanity right now. Those lower energies need to be moved. They need to be transmuted. We are being asked to choose new choices to be the change we want to see. Even if it feels like you're only picking up one foot at a time, move the energy. Yesterday, um, I went to the animal shelter and I picked up three beautiful, sweet, playful, the most adorable, like three baby kittens. 
and I brought them home to foster them until they're old enough for adoption. I was feeling the heaviness of the world and I felt that my heart needed to grow. And I also, at this time, I felt that for me now, the best way to do that would be through a selfless act of love and service. And you know what? Like my heart is growing and these little adorable kittens are helping me to feel more love in a world that is deep in the throes of chaos. They are helping me to feel more love. And therefore, in turn, I become a stronger force of love when I go out into the world. And the ripple effect can move through us and outward. And that's me, right? So like, you know, you don't need to go out and do the same, but find something that will grow your love. Perform a random act of kindness for a stranger. Let's not feed the lower energies. And instead, let's infuse the most love that we can into ourselves and out into the collective so that we can all rise to a higher standard. The best thing we can do right now for the world, for all of those who are suffering, is to just be the biggest expression of love that we can be. So that's it from me. This was a very short and simple message of love. And with that, I will close by saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I believe in our collective ability to be reborn to love and peace. Let's all go out and be the change that we want to see in the world. Be well and be loved.